the Lord's arrival, the Savior's name is Jesus Christ, for he became a sacrifice to save us from the wrath of God by preaching in the synagogue, by dying on the cross for us to save us from our sinful lust. Yeah, so read the Bible. I won't cry out the Savior's holy name. Welcome to this edition of Coffee House Theology, where we discuss God, theology, and all things pertaining to life over cups of coffee. I am your host, Jose Ruiz, and I'm joined by my son, Josiah Ruiz, your co-host. And we are sorry that we didn't bring an episode to you last week. Uh, we had a, a problem. Um, it was really cold, and um, I had to go get a mailbox. And for those of you who don't know, uh, I will let Josiah tell you about me and the mail. He loves the mail. It's his Christmas every day. It's the way he worded it. Uh, I, well, I remember one time he, he called me to check the mail because we were homeschooled for a while. Israel and me, I mean. And uh, uh, he calls me. And he's like, how you doing, son? And I'm like, I'm doing good. How are you? And he's like, great. Uh, how, where's the mail? Can you get the check? Can you check the mail? I'm a little uh, fanatical about the mail. Uh, I have informed delivery, and I, I don't know if you guys have that, uh, but if not, it's free. And it tells you not packages. Uh, we do order packages. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we, we might be addicted to that. Uh, almost every day, she comes with packages, either for Josiah. She the mail lady. The, yeah, the mail lady. Uh, she knows us. Um, so either the mail lady or whoever's delivering the mail, um, they, they bring a lot of packages to our house. So, uh, uh, and I have a camera pointed at the, the door, uh, the front door, um, from the outside. And so, um, we, uh, <laughs> I'll call him if I see it on the screen or, uh, you know, uh, I sometimes I sign up for uh text notification or uh shop.com it, it sends me a, a an email or something and so um but when it comes to the mail informed delivery they scan uh your mail and I already know if it, I I sign up for a, a newspaper that I get once a week and It'll say, uh, we can scan this image or we can scan this piece of mail. So I already know pretty much that it's that newspaper. Um, so I, I'm informed in my deliveries and it's free, uh, keyword free. And I love free and I love mail. So, uh, the door broke and we had to repair it and we were freezing cold and the door of the mailbox, the door of the mailbox, yes. Um, <clears throat> that could have waited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the mailbox is more important. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The mailbox door needed to be repaired. So, uh, we were, um, I'm not very, uh, handy, handy. I'm not uh, um, no, the, uh, the one that was handy moved <laughs> and he was helping him build a tiny, his tiny house. So his tiny house is on hold. Um, and so we are, um, uh, we're not very handy and he took all the tools. Uh, 
And Israel had a, a thing about taking all my tools. So uh, that was another problem. Um, and he took my tools. And so very limited, but we found something. And, you know, I, I don't know how to use a, what was that thing called? The table saw? Table saw. Table saw. Yeah, thank you. Very good. Uh <laughs> and uh, I was, got a tricky name. <laughs> yeah. I was cutting Work wood, and I still have all my fingers, right? So you can see. All right. Uh, and so I was, uh, man, we finished late. So we didn't do a podcast, and we apologize for that. Um, but we did do the song, and uh, I need to redo it, honestly. Okay. Because... Uh, like you pointed out, I kind of, anybody that's heard it, it I, I kind of tried singing it an octave lower, and it didn't sound good, the end result. I thought it did at the time, but then I went back and listened to it on YouTube, because my dad likes me to like our videos. and uh, um, Yeah, that reminds me, like, share, subscribe, rumble, well, all that good stuff. Exactly. It helps us with uh, the algorithms, it promotes our video it keeps it you know uh fresh and on the front page so um yeah uh so you want to redo the song not the entire thing just the vocals okay okay i can go with that i i, I told you i i thought it sounded um better with uh when you sang it that one time in the uh in my library mm -hmm. so it's been cold out here. Supposedly, it might snow. Uh, we live in the high desert, so um, it's the wind was like blowing me, and it has to be blowing hard because you know I have lost weight, but not that much weight, and it was <laughs> it was blowing me. It was uh, blowing my hair. Uh, that's why I wear a hat. I like the hat better. Um, I think my hair is too long. I need a haircut. And I'm going to preach on Sunday, so I need a haircut. Uh, your mom doesn't like me to cut it. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to bring you uh, a review. I haven't opened this Bible yet. I actually wrapped it, and I was very happy. Uh, this is a Horween. I think that's how you spell, pronounce it. Um Horween leather. Um, it's all the rave right now, um, but I've never had a Cherry Hill uh, Bible uh, rebinder. Uh, Cherry Hill Bibles. Um, and uh, it looks a lot darker uh, in person than on the website and the pictures. For some reason, it looked lighter. Um but it almost looks like it's vinyl. Uh, it doesn't look like leather. Supposedly, this is a cow uh, that is very special or something. It's all the rave right now. Um, of course, uh, they have uh, um, book blocks that are not good with my eyes because uh, I'm going blind. So... I will do a review. I don't know if Josiah will be part of it, but I'll do a review maybe later this week. And if I'll you're wondering it. why it looks like it's covered in uh, 
Saran wrap. Yeah, Saran wrap. I, I was going to say cobwebs because on the camera, I kind of say <laughs> cobwebs. He's training the yap. Maybe you can tell him a little more about well, that. Well, it, it came like that. Uh, and I'm, the yap is the hangover of the, you know, uh, a regular. Let me see your Bible. Yeah. This is like no yap. Okay. This is a regular Bible. This, the yap actually folds over. It almost looks like it's full yap to me. Um, that's what my blue one is. And mm -hmm. it's the same book block. So I wanted that. Um, yeah, I had no idea about yap till my dad started getting his Bibles yeah. rebound. And, and, and so this, this, uh, this wasn't rebound. It was a batch uh, Cherry Hill Bible rebinding, uh, bought a bunch of Horween leather and mm -hmm. he bought Bibles and he rebound them. And it happened to be the same book block that I used to preach from. And, uh, it, it's not a very expensive book block. I actually bought, uh, the one I gave your grandmother for her birthday. The purple one? Is it purple? No, no. I gave, I gave her a, it's a buffalo, the cheapest. I mean, these genuine leather Bibles are, it's almost like they're bonded. Uh, they're horrible. Wait, did you get ripped off? No, no. It's just, that's the way they make them now. Oh. You know, even, even the leather soft like yours feels better than the supposed real buffalo. This is called leather soft leather touch and it's it's faux leather but it feels way better than what supposedly is buffalo. Mm -hmm. Um so I buy a lot of bibles to give um this one uh I will do a review and supposedly this leather just looks better the way uh the more it's used and worn in. Mm -hmm. So, I will take turns. Uh, I might preach from this by Sunday. Then I'll give a review. Um, so, look for that coming up. And we are still in Slain Leviathan. Mm -hmm. um, what's the chapter about? What did you get out of it? <laughs> it's funny. When my dad asked me uh, before we started what I got out of the chapter... I said the chapter's name, which was Augustine. He's all oh, deep. Thank you. But uh, uh, one of the things I got out of it, which was kind of touched in the the first chapter, was the issue with the Donatists. Um, I believe that's what they were called, right? Yeah. Donatists. Um, how they were a group of people led by what was his name? Don Donatus. Don Donatus. Donatus. I think was his name. Yeah. That's where the, the name Donatism came from. Uh, he didn't believe that the 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 priests that knuckled their way, that's the way he, I believe he referred to it, under persecution. In other words, they didn't... They caved to the state. Yeah, they did. he didn't consider them legitimate priests. And so the things that they did, such as baptism, the sacraments that they did, baptism, the Lord's Supper, he leaves anybody that partook of those things under those illegitimate priests were not actually um, baptized properly or received communion properly. 
So um, there was that issue, and Augustine responded to that um, because, um, I mean, the people that, that got baptized, it wasn't like they knew that these priests right, weren't right. legitimate. Right. Um, so their intentions were, were right. Um, yeah, and it just it just goes to show that there's there's fears of government, like we talked about uh, when we covered chapter one. Right. Uh, there's there's all sorts of spheres of government, but unchecked. Um, and and it's early on because of original sin, because of the fall of man, because man is prone to sin, and thus th by sin comes corruption. I mean, you look at our government, you know. Uh, at one time, you know, everybody knew Mexico's government was corrupt, sold out to the cartels and this and that. And you look at our government. I mean, you have all these congressmen that are millionaires and not because they're business people. Okay. Like I, I, I know several that are in business and then they go and they serve. And that's originally how Congress Benjamin Franklin and all of these that served in government, public servants, they were originally wealthy. They had businesses and they would go and take time out of their business and run uh, in office and serve the people, right? And then they'd leave Congress, you know? That's one of the things I admire about uh, George Washington, he could have he could have served more terms, but he walked away because he understood that you know people that have power want more power, mm -hmm. and you know left unchecked. That's why we have the checks and balances that we supposedly are supposed to have, but that are unfortunately breaking down because of special interests. Um, you know, Congress, senators, they're bought out by uh, corporations, uh, big pharma, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to have people of integrity that want to do good for the country instead of being self-servant. And that's uh, because Augustine... And uh, people during that time knew that man was prone to sin. Therefore, they created all these checks and balances. Even the emperor, you know, he had the senators that tried to keep him in check. You know, mm -hmm. um, you, talk, you think about, um, uh, I was watching several videos uh, on the Praetorian Guard. You know, uh, our 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 uh, fellowship of churches. Uh, I attend uh, Pillar Church and uh, the Praetorian Project. We are under that umbrella. Uh, it's a network of churches um, that uh, plant churches near uh, military installations, um, and they're called the Praetorian Guard because, or the Praetorian Project because. Church history tells us that a lot of these uh, Praetorian guard that were with Paul, chained to Paul, 
they were converted, you know, mm -hmm. as he wrote his letters to the different churches as he was arrested. And um, when they went back to their home, they these guys planted churches and they were military. They were uh, from the Royal Guard. But uh, these videos that I was watching about them, uh, these guys became like the power brokers. They made the Caesar. They picked who they wanted because they had so much power. And that's, that's what happens ultimately, eventually, you know, we have all these uh, unchecked forces that, um, you know, if you read the founders, if you read the first, uh, you know, the patriots, they were, they, they said that the tree of liberty needed to be watered every now and again by blood. Um, and so, and that meant of traitors and, and patriots. Um, and so, you know, we had a civil war. Um, a lot of people believe that we are headed for another civil war. Uh, you know, you see what's happening in Canada, tyrannical government, you know, and, and this is exactly what this, this book is dealing with. It's dealing with government run amok it's dealing with government sorry i dropped my bookmark uh with government unchecked and the leviathan rise raising its ugly head because it wants to control every sphere and facet of life um i don't know if you know um i have a lot of books on hypnosis they're actually right there on on mm -hmm. the shelf and that guy wrote uh, uh, a book on mass hypnosis and everybody says that um, not everybody but a lot of people that look at the culture look at society look at how terrified people are because of the vid um, you know any variant and people freak out and so and I'm not saying people haven't died and people haven't suffered and, you know, but the CDC has said that these people that die with the vid is because they have four or more comorbidities. That means that they have four or more other problems. So they don't die of the vid. They die with the vid. So, um, <clears throat> but anyway, the, the guy, he goes by the name of rogue hypnotist and he talks about how mass hypnosis and cults, uh, control how you dress, what you wear, uh, you know, and you think about society as a whole, you know, where they have us, you know, demanding you you wear a mask you know there's a the the governor of uh i think nevada uh, were uh it's i think the university of las vegas or something they're like chanting crying in the streets uh all the students and faculty and they're like 
give us mask mandate. Wear a mask if you want to wear a mask. You know, why does it have to be a mandate? Uh, I don't understand that. And, and, and that is the mass hypnosis through fear, through intimidation, through manipulation. You can get people to do whatever you want them to do. And, and government left unchecked is happy to fill that role. Left unchecked, government will gladly take on these duties, even though it cannot do these duties well. Mm-hmm. I was just going to point out um, something I find interesting. Uh, I don't mean to derail too much, but you were talking about how um, there can be massive gnosis of a mass of people. I find it interesting that throughout history, pretty much um, people from every nation, every uh, country, they radically follow whatever trend is, is, is going on like the mass mandate and they don't really think about it. I mean, even even the idea of being in an age of reason, I think most people don't actually reason because it's the logical thing to do. They do it because that's what society promotes right now. You see what I'm saying? Like it's just a trend. But if it were to go away, then we would well, and government doesn't want it to go away. I mean, government wants to continue to, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, uh, a, a Christian shouldn't live in fear. A Christian over and over and over, uh, fear not, fear not, fear not. Um, I've been sick with COVID twice. Uh, the first time uh, I had it pretty bad. I mean, not that bad that I ended up in the hospital. Uh, uh, I was sick for 16 days. Um, and yes, I was more, as they would call me medically, morbidly obese. Um, so uh, I think that contributed to maybe me being uh, more sick. Because uh, you got over it like after a nap. And your brother, after two days, and your brother has a heart condition, and he has asthma. You have asthma. Um, I have asthma. um, And so, but I think I made myself more sick because I was taking coding. So, and then this last time that I had supposedly the Omicron variant or whatever, um... I was sick a day and a half, you know, uh, by Tuesday, cause we were recording. Uh, I, I felt well, I felt good. And, uh, I had to go test for work and I tested positive and without any symptoms, you know, I felt, I felt fantastic that day. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, I do have allergies. Uh, I'm actually suffering with them because the wind is horrible out here right now. Um, so, but, uh, I, I weigh less than what I was weighing 
uh, the first time in COVID, with COVID. Um, so, you know, uh, it's survivable. And, you know, I've lived through it twice. Um, and I, you weren't sick and me and your mom had COVID and you didn't get sick. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, you're healthy. Um, but yeah, it's, if they keep the hysteria, if they keep, you know, all these mandates and things, uh, you know, it, it, the more they scare people, the more you can control people, Mm -hmm. you know? If, if if you have them scared, if you have them, you know, I've never been scared uh, through this whole thing. I've never been scared. And I, you know, I don't know what it is, but I talk to a lot of people that are Christians and they're not scared. You know, it's because we know our life is in his hands. You know, it's uh, our days are numbered by the Lord, you know could be in a bubble suit and you're still going to die if God says that's the day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but governments it's not their role and, and and they're controlling doctors from speaking, they're controlling, you know, the the narrative through the media and that's another thing that it touches on how the media uh, this book is so relevant, and it's not a new book, um, but it, it talks about how the media is a sphere. And if you think about the media, the medium that we are on, these, this platform, uh, other platforms, they're now trying to control what we say. I remember uh, when I was growing up, one of the, even though we were saying horrible things to each other, one of the things that we were so proud of being able to say is, this is a free country and I could say whatever I want. And it's no longer a free country when you can't say what you want. No matter how horrible something may be, you know, uh, it w- there was a time three years ago when people said, I disagree with what you're saying, but I will defend your right to the end for you to be able to say it. Like military people, uh, you know, they would say, I, you know, that's why I went to war. That's what I want to defend your liberties for. I may not agree you know, burning the flag, um, you know, supposedly it's not against the law. There's this guy, he burned a BLM flag and he went to jail. Yes, he went to jail. Yeah. Um, so what, what's more important, uh, a BLM flag or an American flag? Uh, That's, don't you know, they've done more for this country (laughs) than all the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's just, it, 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 it's, we live in a world that to many of us has gone insane. It's no longer, uh, 
reasonable, rational discussion. Now it's just, I'm going to yell in your face. I'm going to punch you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, and even in other issues, like with abortion and LGBTQ, um, I know that's kind of a touchy subject for some people, but God's law is God's law and those things shouldn't be allowed. And, uh, where was I going with this? Oh boy. Um, I was just going to point out that, um, you said it's a touchy subject. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Cause some people, you know, they, they know somebody that's, uh, yeah. in that, in that, uh, yeah, and, and, but see, they'll compromise or they'll, you know, yeah, in their faith, uh, and make all kinds of excuses. Uh, and, and you know, I, it's funny because uh, like right now in Canada, there's a bunch of truckers, right? Protesting. And my son doesn't watch the news. So I kind of have to inform him. I'm running on the air. <laughs> you probably know, but he doesn't. So there's truckers that are like, uh, surrounding their, you know, their parliament, wherever they have their government. And, you know, the media keeps saying, well, there's not the violence that we thought, but they're still not peaceful. You know, when there was riots a couple summers ago, burning down cities, and then the news guy is saying, oh, but it's still mainly peaceful. As this burning building is like, and people were killed and people died and, uh, but they bent over backwards again. This here's a structure, uh, a sphere, the media that's supposed to inform, like Denzel Washington says, if you don't watch the news, you're uninformed. That's you. Mm-hmm. If you watch the news, you're misinformed. And that's yeah. what they do. They, and, and, uh, you know, it was proven in court that Facebook fact checkers, uh, it's just opinion. They, they don't have facts. Oh, sorry. So, uh, his alarm for his pills. Yeah. Um, so that he, here's the thing that this is why, the, the farther we stray from God's word, which is concrete, objective truth, the farther we stray from God's truth and God's revelation of how we should live in this world, the farther we go away into foolishness, the deeper we go into foolishness and nonsense. And this is why for many of us that believe in God, that believe in objective truth, that believe in objective morality, that believe the Ten Commandments, that believe these things that God has revealed about his world that he created and about the people he made in his own image, the the more lunacy, the more idiotic the more foolish the more nonsensical it seems to people that hold and embrace objective irrefutable truth from god's word this world is 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 just nonsense and and the laws that they're you know uh in the book 
and even in scripture, Romans 13 says that the government is a deacon of God, is a deacon, a servant of God, right? Mm -hmm. And he doesn't bear the sword in vain, right? Government has the ability to use the power of the sword. And then God's word says, but those, if you do good, then you shouldn't fear. The problem is Leviathan is no longer a deacon of God. It's not a minister of God. When it punishes good and, and it rewards bad. evil. And that's what we see today. And that is why defying tyrants is our duty. It is obedience to God. Because it is no longer the deacon of God. It ha the deacon of God has to obey God, has to follow God, has to submit to God. You know, even uh, emperors and, and, and rulers have to obey the law of God. And, and when you drift from that and you put checks and balances that don't submit to God's law, you're always going to have a drifting into Leviathan, you know, rearing its ugly, tyrannical head. And that's what we have today. And that's why we need to go back to the word of God. We need to go back to scripture. What does God say in his word? What does God say in his law? And that's the only remedy and the cure. And, you know, uh, I named you Josiah after King Josiah, the youngest king in Israel. And... It says when he brought the book in, of the law into the temple, they repented. They, they sought God after being wayward. And that's our nation right now. Our nation is wayward. We have, we're drifting off uh, away from God, and we need to go back to God's law. We need to go back to God's word and live by the precepts that God has established in his timeless, eternal, infallible word. It's, it's sad how our natural inclination is towards total depravity because we drift farther and farther away from God's word every time we stray from it, even a little bit yeah. as a society. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if I said this last time, but I, I put, again, I'm not a handyman. But I took it upon myself to put some drawers under my desk. And eyeballing it, it looks straight. Okay? You close the drawer, it looks straight. Okay? So, so the drawer is closed and it looks, by the handle, it looks even flush with the edge of the desk. Mm -hmm. But once I open it, the discrepancy in how crooked the drawer looks. <laughs> right? So that tells me I was off by like millimeters or centimeters, but 
once you veer off, the farther away you go, the drift is just vast, and you can see how crooked it looked. Yes. So um, I hope, you know, uh, you hear what we're saying, what this book is saying, is that we, because of the human condition, we do need checks and balances. We do need godly government. We need God as king. And when he is king, then you will not want to violate his law. You will not want to hurt your neighbor because you love your neighbor. The law is love. The law is love. If I love for na- if I have love for my neighbor, I will not covet his wife. I will not covet his things. I will not steal. Right? Uh, it's when I do those things that I show disdain for my neighbor. If I kill my neighbor, that means I didn't love my neighbor. Right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I I think I told you on the last episode the reason why they took away God's law, the Ten Commandments from uh, schools, because it made inf- it may influence someone, <laughs> and, and that's why we have the numbers of deaths and shootings and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thou shalt not kill. It may influence people not to kill. Or murder, I should say. That's that's what the commandment says. Uh, the word is murder, not kill. Uh, because if I kill in self defense, that is justifiable. That's biblical. You know, uh, if I murder, if I have malice of forethought, planning. You know, what does Psalm one say? You remember Psalm one? Yes. Let's say. I'm going to recite the whole thing. Well. What what does part of it say? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the sea of scoffers, for his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on that law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, yielding its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And all he does he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like the chaff that the wind drives away. Um... And talks about how they plot, you know, they yeah, wait I forgot the uh, for their neighbor for, a while. you know, they wait for the innocent man and then they plot and that's, that's murder, right? They're plotting, they're scheming, they're lying in wait. Uh, that's not killing in self-defense. Uh, there's difference. Um, so the command is thou shall not murder, Right. Mm-hmm. And Jesus even says, you know, he who hates his brother is has murdered already in his heart because there's intent, right? Uh, even in our laws, I, you know, I did a attempted murder case as a jury foreman, and that's what, you know, the law stipulated to the jurors exactly that there had to be malice of forethought that there had to be a planning you know uh it's not murder if you're hitting me and i put my hands up and i hit you 
and you fall and you crack your head and die. That's not murder because I didn't intend to do that. I was simply blocking or defending myself, right? And mm -hmm. so, <clears throat> yeah, there's a, there's a difference. But again, on his law, he meditates day and night. And we need to get back to that as the church. You hear so many Christians, I'm not under law, I'm under grace, you know, and then they transfer that to everyday life. Like there's a meme, uh, this motorcycle cop, you could tell he has a helmet. She's like, I'm under grace. I'm not under law. <laughs> oh, so, um, yeah, uh, you know, we, we still need to honor God's law. We need the, the spirit empowers us to live out the law, not murder, not, not that we're saved. We're not saved by that. But now the born again Christian, the empowered Christian, the Christian that is from above now produces the fruit of righteousness, which is consistent with repentance, right? So um, we need to meditate on God's law. On his law, we meditate day and night. So, you know, Psalm 119 says, how I love your law. So we need to see how the law is good, how the law is righteous, and the law is holy. It's just, it's, it's, it reflects God's moral character. And as a nation, that is the cure. Jesus Christ is the cure, but the law is a restrainer. You know, the law is our tutor to lead us to Christ. The law shows us when we violate the law. And then we need a savior. And that's the gospel. The gospel of Jesus. That Jesus died, came to seek and save sinners. And that's the good news that we need to proclaim to the nations. So, anyway, uh, I hope that you guys got something out of this episode. I hope that uh, uh, you guys pick up this book. Please leave us comments, uh, suggestions, questions. Uh, I I read through all the comments, um, and so uh, we'd love feedback. We'd love to interact with you. Um, and if there's a topic you guys want to want us to discuss, um, jot it down, send us a, a, a comment, uh, either on rumble or YouTube or Spotify. I, uh, I know you guys can do that. Um, on anchor, uh, wherever we're found, uh, please, uh, drop us a note uh encourage it's it's encouraging to us when we hear feedback uh and like share subscribe and tell people uh you love and even the people you don't about this podcast and we want to remind you that theology matters that what you believe about god affects how you live your life
And until next time, we'll see you soon.